0: I'm Chandler Morrison, and this is John Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Playoffology! <laughs> Welcome to Playoffology. I'm Chandler Morrison here with John Boston. The show is not called. John Boston. Just so y'all do know, um, I know somebody could be confused by that. Probably someone from Dunlap will be confused by that. So we put it in big bold letters between me and John here. You can see it right there. You know, it's. Uh, I probably did it the wrong way on the camera, but anyways, it's playoffology. Uh, I'm I'm Chandler Morrison. That's John Boston. We got a heck of a show today. I think we got a lot of things to talk about. All right, let's get right into this. Let's look at the one A bracket here. Uh, the Two things you'll notice here that are different from last week. Cell Creek up. They were at the four seed last week. They're at three seed this week. Lookout Valley was at their three seed. They moved completely out of the playoffs. In my mind, this is my projection, by the way. This is what we do on the show. We do projections. We go through and we say, this is who we think is going to make the playoffs. This is not at the season today. This is none of that. This is who we think is going to make the playoffs. I've got Whitwell number four now because I think they will beat Lookout Valley. Now, that game is still to be played later this season. I think it's the last game of the season, John. But to to – so for, to me, Whitwell is is the fourth seed right now. I think they will beat Lookout Valley just score watching. I, that's all I can go off of is, you know, Cell Creek, triple overtime, Whitwell, Lookout Valley, lost like forty six to seven.
1: Yeah. That that game's such a toss up. I I don't in full in full fact I don't wanna make that, that prediction. Oh wow that, that that Who's making the playoffs though? Want to go with Lookout Valley? Okay. I want to disagree with you. Okay. I like I th- it. I think I like Lookout it. Valley. You know, next week I may say something different depending on how they play, mm-hmm. but you know, I think Whitwell, even though they've they've lost, they're getting better. But I think Lookout Valley is still. I, th- I still think they'll end up beating Whitwell. Now it may it, come down to a touchdown. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be no barn burner of a, a runaway. <laughs> But I, I, think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good game, honestly. I think it'll be one to watch, see who takes that 4C to 1A.
0: Yeah, and before we go on our Class 2A uh, bracket, we want to tell you that uh, this is part of the SCT and Preps Network. You can find this on our podcast. You can find this um, on Facebook, IGV, YouTube, uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. It'll be on there, too. You can also listen to our weekly podcast, SCT Press, with me and Chris Goforth. That's every Monday and Thursday during football season. Uh, also, we want to say we got a lot more to talk about. Actually, we get through these brackets. So we're going to go through these brackets really, really quick because we got a lot of bubble talk to talk about. The top games with playoff implications, and a uh, little pretenders versus contenders kind of uh, showdown here. So let's get to that two A bracket, John. Um, to me, this was kind of a no brainer last week. The only change I made was after re-looking at the the way Coach T – I had to kind of look at Coach T's standings to figure out everything. Um, the way they do it and the way TWSAA do it, it made me look, think that Westmoreland was not there. I think Westmoreland won a game this week. It kind of separated themselves from the pack. Now Cascade, I believe it's Cascade, Jackson County, and another school uh, in that region, they are all tied there for kind of that fourth spot. Um, and I thought Westmoreland was still in that pack. I think you have Cascade beat – it was Cascade East Robertson and I believe Jackson County. They have all beat each other in kind of a triangle. Uh, Cascade beat, you know, this team who beat this team who beat, you know, Cascade. So that's the kind of situation they're looking at. It's going to come down to the last, you know, the last draw. We'll keep you updated on that. But I don't think it's going to matter which one of them faces Bledsoe County because I think Bledsoe County is going to romp them, even though I don't think that Bledsoe County is going to make a deep, deep run. Um, yeah, and I really don't. I really don't think it matters for Bledsoe County. And and here's the thing, John. This the Westmoreland was kind of kind of separated themselves from the pack of that you know that who beat who, who beat who, who beat who. So I think they're going to be that three seed, and then Cascade is going to be fighting for it for East, with East Robertson and Jackson County. Your thoughts on this bracket, John?
1: Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat as you, Chandler. You know, I don't. I don't think going to have a a tough time getting past C- Cascade. I think where you're start seeing them have some trouble is uh the Trasdale County game. As a coach I don't want to play Trasdale County, they just they they can be pretty tough. Yeah. Uh you know for me I think out out of that region, those two regions, I think the game I'd wanna circle is the Marion County Westmoreland game. I think that'd be a really good game. It'd be one to watch and of course Marion's gonna get that home game mm-hmm. and that may they may come down to you know Marion beating Westmoreland because of that, but I think it's going to be a close game.
0: Yeah, Westmoreland and Marion County have kind of played each other in the first round on and off for a while. It's kind of been like that thing where Westmoreland is that team you play from the other side. All right, let's go to our 3A bracket, John. Um, A lot of movement in this one. It had a lot to do with the York institute Sequatchie County game. Let's just go ahead, and and also had to do with a COVID win that is not going to get rescheduled. For uh, Brainerd and Red Bank, let's talk about this real quick, John. Right now, I have, and this is our projections, remember, I've got Loudoun, Sequatchie County playing one and four. I've got Red Bank and Smith County. I've got Brainerd and York Institute. I've got Upperman and Sweetwater. Here's what happened. York beat Sequatchie County, which I don't think anybody was really expecting, although it's not a surprise to me and John at all. Uh, with the way the season has been going for York. They've been a roller coaster, and Sequatchie County has just kind of been, and I hate to say it like this, but they've kind of been on just a a, a downhill screech, uh, you know, for a while here. <laughs> so, Sequatchie <laughs> County fans are not going to like this show. But uh, – and then I look over, and Brainerd, because Red Bank was not able to play a game because they had another COVID test, twice the season Red Bank has had to cancel for a two-week period. They've lost four weeks of this season – due to COVID, and one of those games was Brainerd, which had actually been rescheduled for another one, and then it got it got canceled again because of COVID. So, Brainerd now, and by the way, they're playing Cone this week uh, at home, so they got another reschedule for a bigger school. That's the second time they've had to reschedule for a bigger school. It got a pretty good quality opponent, Tullahoma last time, this time Pearl Cone. Let's talk about this, though. Brainerd and York Institute, that could either be a very wild game or it's a Brainerd blowout, Okay. I think Red Bank-Smith County has the – has the and don't correct me if I'm wrong, John, but I think it has the, the tendency maybe to be that kind of surprise game that I don't think it's going to be an upset, but I think it will be closer than a lot of people see it because I think a lot of people are really, really underestimating Smith County, what they can do when they actually play ball games the way they're supposed to play. And by the way, I do want to point this out. In Region 4-3-A, John, you said this. The only team with a winning record is Upperman. But I want you to look at the records that we have right now. It's not just a game under 500, it's two and five hundred. It's 2-5, and 2-5, and 1-6. and And I think that may be last week because I may have not updated that. But that's just from last week, John. Mm. Uh, Sequatchie County down to the four seed, now they're in the fight of their lives against Grundy County when they play them. Is that this week or next that's, week? That's that this is week.
1: this week. And then Sequatchie, I think, gets the honor of going to play Upperman next week.
0: That will be uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that one as a, as a Sequoia County alum, John, your thoughts on this bracket
1: yeah, i think I think outside of the Sweetwater Overman game, I don't see a region uh, fourth uh, four three eight team making it to the second round, okay I, Now, I think Sweetwater – I think that will be closer than than. Sweetwater's I think. on the up and up. They are they they've and progressively gotten better and by Upperman standards. Yeah, but Upperman's had a lot of close games. They throw not a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oinata's they're they're decent. They're not they're not as strong as we thought they would be. And actually, I want to
0: mention this because we we're only going to talk about you know teams that are affected by this. In that we skipped over that to a bracket for a reason. But I do want to mention that real quick. Rockwood is actually the two seed in that region. Mm-hmm. They beat Onada mm-hmm. earlier this season. So, Oneida's going to be the three seed. Usually is the, uh, you know, just straight up two seed no matter mm-hmm. what. Rockwood actually took that two seed away from Onada, So, Oneida's not exactly like, oh, it's because they're Mexican. They're actually down this year. And they mm-hmm. actually played a close game with Upperman. So, you know, that's just one game. But to me, when
1: I look at this whole thing, uh, Upperman just looks down. Yeah, they do.
0: At you least know, by their standards, I like I said.
1: Right. I think Brainerd will get by, will get past York and that Brainerd-Upperman game. I think we could honestly see Brainerd go to the third round. I do. I think mm-hmm. now, I think what's really going to kill Brainerd, that Upperman's a heck of a drive. Mm-hmm. Sitting on a bus for, you know, how long is it? I mean, from, from Squatch County, it's what, two hours or mm-hmm. an hour and a half, hour and a half, two hours, every bit of an hour and a half. Yeah. But. Oh. You know, as you know, Red Bank and Smith County, that one, that one I think is just going to be, you think it's going to be closer than we think, and it could be, but I think Red Bank is just going to. I think it will be uh, too, but I, I think that that one's going to be one of the more underrated matchups
0: in that scenario. Right. Yeah. Because I think, I still think Upperman mops the floor with Sweetwater. Sweetwater has that tendency to be able to stay close. We saw that mm-hmm. with Red Bank when they came out of the COVID.
1: Yeah. There's one team I would not want to be in the first round, and that's Sequatchie County playing Loudon.
0: Oh, golly. I wouldn't want to be. I don't think there's any team in fourth. I don't think Upperman would want to sit there and play Loudon.
1: No. Uh, yeah, Loudon, in, the, in the quarterfinals, I, if they get that far. No, Loudon is on a whole different level. Oh, yeah. They are – I think, honestly, I think we'll see them playing Alcoa this year. And well, I know we don't cover Loudon. But it would not surprise me for Loudon to take Alcoa deep in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, and I want to make one note here. With Red Bank now going to the three seed, and it's pretty well – it's not set in stone, but Brainerd still has to win out, but it looks like they are going to win out. Here's the thing. Before, because of that COVID win, Brainerd – or, excuse me, Red Bank could have played York Institute and then Upperman Mm -hmm. and then not had to touch Loudon until the quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now – Red Bank is in a situation where they're probably going to beat Smith County. They're going to play Loudon the last week of the season, Smith County, and then Loudon again within a three-week span they're going to play Loudon twice instead of spreading that out a little bit farther and having some you know, football under their belt. That's the situation now. So, that is very key to this one as we move on to our 4A bracket, John. Um, first thing that comes to mind is – I don't know why it's not pulling up here um, – <laughs> <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties. There we go. There's our four. I was bracket. waiting.
1: You kept kept sitting there and talking. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, where'd it go?" Uh, no real changes in this.
0: Only thing is, I, I pushed Granger uh, in there, and I can't remember the team I actually pushed out there. Um, was it? Would it be?
1: Uh, it was Sullivan. Didn't you have Sullivan Central or something? I think
0: Sullivan Sullivan Central. I had in there. Are, Whichever Sullivan team that was. Um, but I think the only, the only change that was made there was, um, was Granger and that was Sullivan yeah that was Sullivan Central that I had in there. I was going back and looking. Here's the thing about this one. Um, there's not a lot of changes. I think East Ridge is still going to make the playoffs. I think they almost tripped up against Sequoia. 2120, you lose that game you're out of the playoffs. East Ridge is in the fight of their lives. I think they have to play. I think they play Howard. Do they still play Howard? I think they still play Howard.
1: I think, they, they, I think
0: they play them either this week or next week. John, I know, Yuri you can easily look that up over there. Um, uh, easier than I can, because I've got the, all these computers and all this stuff over here. Um, to me, for for East Ridge, they've got to win out still. Um, they've still got Hickson on the schedule. They, they trip up against Hickson. Someone else is making the playoffs. I mean, it's just that simple. You know, East Ridge is in the fight to make those playoffs, and they don't get it any easier first round. They got Elizabethan. Um, Sullivan South, East Hamilton. I think East Hamilton will romp, but I still think Sullivan South. I think last year they struggled in that game. Greenville, number two against Howard. That's not a good one to have. By the way, Elizabethan Elizabethan played Greenville. It was tight for a half. They ran away with that game against Greenville. I don't know if you saw that, but they absolutely ran away with it. I think it was like 38-10 or something like that was the final Mm. score. Uh, Anderson County and East Hamilton, they'll play this week. That'll decide our one and two, and we'll talk about that later. But, golly, this this 4A seems pretty set here as we move on to our 5A bracket. I know you had some thoughts on the 4A, didn't you, John, or no?
1: Yeah, you know, I think many you see pretty much eye to eye on that. You know, I think – and it might not be no.
0: Granger in that fourth spot. It could no, be someone I mean, else. I, I put, think it would be. I, mean, I think it, it is, but I, it could, you know, it could right. pull out. I just moved them up because I'm like, eh, I'm looking at the bracket now. We changed You're how we looked at it. To, well, well, we changed our re- yeah. how we looked at the region standings. We were looking at it on a different spot than we were. So I was kind of like, eh. now I see it better because we're actually in a different
1: system to look at our regions. But yeah, mm-hmm. go yeah. ahead, John. I, here, you know, East, going back to the East Ridge schedule, they've got Howard and Henson. That's two games they could buy East Ridge. But they won't be bit. and it wouldn't surprise me honestly to see Hixon in that fourth
0: season. Listen, I told I told I told uh, Chris on the podcast yesterday. I said, "Listen, you've got to watch out for Hixon. Hickson is no joke whatsoever. I, I think that they could next season. They'll be a surprise team. Listen, I know some people maybe not want to see Josh Owens be." Uh, succeed there because Hickson's always been kind of there, but I, I think he might have some success there. And whether it's a playoff success or whether it's just getting Hickson wins, which they have not had, you know, in a while, a lot of them, uh, I think that that will be a, a game changer there. Mm-hmm. kind of want to go through these brackets real quick and kind of zoom through because we got a lot to talk about. we got bubble teams. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, top games of playoff implications and uh, all of that. Let's move <laughs> on to the 5A bracket, John. Uh no changes
1: mm-hmm.
0: at all. I just wanted to talk about this for a second. Um, Ray County, side Daisy played. Ray County ran away with it. They did not run away with that Walker Valley game earlier this season. Walker Valley, as strong as they have been in a while, I think Walker Valley, you know, if, if they – they're going to get that two seed over side Daisy. If that Ray County game was played this week instead of early in the season, I'm not so sure Ray County walks away with the win there.
1: Now, did you say that uh... – East Hamilton-Walker Valley game this past Friday?
0: Golly.
1: You know, oh, that I, was... it, it didn't surprise me that they won. But what was it?
0: Was, was it 38-10? No, that was uh, – 38-14 was the – was the Ray County game? That's right. And then uh, it was forty to twelve. Forty East Hamilton, by the way, shot themselves in the foot. But it wasn't. Uh, listen, we're not taking credit away from no. Walker Valley because they did a heck of a job. By the way, another Sequatchie County alum over there, Taylor Harvey, uh-huh. helped, and uh, uh, he's the defensive coordinator I believe, over there. And, you and he did a good job. He's actually mentioned. I know a couple of people have mentioned him in some articles about how his defense has stood the test of time there. And golly, shout out to Coach Harvey. He actually, I think he was. Uh, a co- was he your coach at one time? I know he was, he was my coach he, at one time.
1: He, yeah, I think he just came in, you know, my freshman year. Yeah. And then there in my senior year, I think he kind of took over as a special teams coordinator yeah. and had his hand with the defense, with, mm-hmm. you know, under Coach Kane. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that Walker Valley, you want to talk about a team getting consistently better? You mm-hmm. can take take them from week one to now, Chandler. They are – a team I would not want to play. Yeah. They they are playing lots out and honestly if they keep going mm-hmm. and playing one step better than what they did this past Friday, mm-hmm. I think we can see them beat be Oak Ridge. Now I, Knoxville West. Now you tell that, that's 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 gonna be a game. Yeah. But I think we could see them in the second round if they keep going like they're going.
0: By the way, I think if they lose to Saudi Daisy, I'm just saying, I think they have a better road to get into the quarterfinals. Powell's going to be a tough game, don't get me wrong, on the road. And you want to be at home versus Oak Ridge. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I would rather face Knoxville West finals in the second round. I'm not saying lose that game. I'm just saying if they were to lose that game, I'm not so sure that it's not going to benefit them a little bit, you know, because they're going to have a tougher game out of the pocket. The but they're going to have Ray Kelly in the next round, who I think they could beat right now, all that kind of thing. But anyways, that's where I see it. No change there. I just want to talk about that game real quick before we moved on so let's go to 6a real quick um still trying to get that up oh we got it up the first time whoa claps claps for uh wirecast um some changes here it's on the other side of the region farragut they move up science hill they move down they're basically they basically swap spots um no real change here except that McMinn County now to face Science Hill instead of Farragut, which I think is a better. I, Science Hill is not a, a, as good a team as Farragut is, and so I thought that Farragut, you know, they just kind of. I think now it's a better situation for McMinn County because if, if they beat Bradley Central and they play Maryville a good game, who knows they might upset them? You know, they got that. You know, they got that game this week, and then they have Bradley Central in Week Eleven. <coughs> Excuse me. And. I think that dobbins Bennett game is going to be tough, but I think this year could be the year that they make that run, at least to the quarterfinals, and have to face Maryville.
1: Yeah, you know, and I'm sure you and Chris talked about it, but McMahon County and Maryville play this week, and that's going to decide the the first and second seed in that in that region. That That's going to be a heck of a game, too. Yeah. Uh, because I think McMahon's got them at home. But anyways, you know, Outside of the Dobbins-Bennett-Cleveland game, I see, I can see the Region uh, region 2 in that uh-huh. class. I can see them, all three of those teams, in the second round. Yeah. And and Cleveland's not set in stone. We'll talk about no. that
0: here in a minute. That Cleveland's not set in stone. I've got them there as pretty much a placeholder mm. because uh, of things going on there. Let's go ahead and go to Division 2. We're going to skip all the way up. There was no change in double-A. We're going to skip all the way up to AAA. a Oh, I do want to give
1: a shout-out to Chattanooga Grace. They won their first game the other day.
0: Uh, yes, I, I do want to say, yeah, that was um, Lake, Lakeway Christian. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Lakeway Christian. I think And they won it big, too. They won it big, too. And, I, you know, I was surprised. I think, you know, Grace, I'm glad to see them get a win. I know maybe it wasn't ideal. You know, maybe it's not a great team that they played. But I, I, I do like Grace getting the win. It's always good to, to get at least one win under your belt. Mm. It, it salvages the season a little bit. I, I hate – at least if you get one game in the season, it makes you feel a little bit better than if you go zero and ten, you know, um, or zero and computer, whatever how many games they're playing this your year. Your computer skipped ahead, but anyways, uh, Division Two Triple A. Let's look at this. Here's here's the state bracket real quick. Um, what were you we saying? It skipped ahead.
1: I thought you were on D two two A.
0: No, no, no. I said we're going to skip all the way up to triple. Oh, I thought you should. okay. My bad. Let's go to Division Two AAA. We're skipping Division Two AA, like I said, because there is no uh, no changes there. John is just having a good old time here. I don't know why. but
1: Hey, listen. The Braves <laughs> got me feeling all kinds of ways.
0: <laughs> That's a whole other playoffology no, no, there, okay? That's a whole other playoffology. I don't want no, to get started. Uh, me and Chris, I don't know if you listened to the podcast yesterday, but me and Chris, we talked a lot about barbecue. So, we got off t- tangent there. And uh, that would be a good segment for you to go listen to and, and learn how to have a good conversation uh, on, on a podcast here, John. You, Let's you move talk on. About uh, uh, we're okay. on playoff We're talking about the playoffs. Get on, get on, get on, get on. So, this is very important here. McCauley, they lose to Father Ryan. <coughs> Shocker. Oh, that shocked me. <coughs> Excuse me. That, um, that really surprised me. That, that really did surprise me. McCauley, they move down to the three seed. Baylor, they're on the four seed. Father Ryan, they move up to the two seed. Now McCauley, golly, they've got to play Pope John Paul, who is really good this year. You know, they could probably be the one seed out of the West and it wouldn't surprise me they're that good this year. They're usually not a very good team or not a championship caliber team. I think this year they are. They'll have to play them on the road and then they'll have to play Brentwood Academy on the road and then, you know, just to get to the championship. And they'll probably have to play a very solid Christian Brothers team. There's not going to be – any easy road for Macaulay now, and definitely not for Baylor, as they get Christian Brothers right out of the gate. Although, I will say, if they do get an upset over Christian Brothers, I do like their chances of getting to the championship with what they've got. They would probably have to play Father Ryan in the second round if they did do that. So, that is our playoff brackets. We're going to move on right now because I have a segment that I've been really wanting to get to, bringing out my, um, my bracketology. Just, uh, I'm just so excited about this one, John. It's time. Do you see that? Do you see that? It's time for the bubble watch! John just doesn't know what to do right now. (laughs) I don't know. Uh I'm more excited about this. I really like the way this graphic came out, John. So, let's talk about this. Let's go from kind of left to right over the top here, as you can see on the graphic. I kind of put them in a circle. Um, It's almost like it's a bubble, John. I say that because for the show, I showed John this graphic. <laughs>
1: he said it's almost like a bubble. <laughs> hey, we agreed not to say that on the podcast. <laughs> you agreed not to make
0: yourself look stupid. Uh, I don't know about me. You know, I'm just, I'm just you I just, I just give you. I got that from my Quatchi education. Yeah, John was definitely joking when he said that, though. Was, uh. But. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about these teams. Whitwell, to get into the playoffs. Now, Sweetwater, by the way, I'm going to say, they're not in our region, but they're they're not in our coverage area per se, but they're right on the edge. They're in our region, so we're going to consider them anyway. Whitwell, they win against Lookout Valley. They're in. They lose. They're out. It's Mm. as simple as that for Whitwell. I mean, I think that Whitwell's going to win that. You think the Lookout Valley's going to win that. We've already talked about that one. Sweetwater and Signal Mountain, they're kind of in that spot where – they're going to play at the end of the season. It's going to not. It's not going to decide the second and third seed like it did last year. It's going to decide who makes the playoffs and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because Brainerd beat Sweetwater. Brainerd's not going to get the chance to play Sigma Mountain because of a COVID uh, situation. So Brainerd basically, with two COVID wins, John. By the way, they end up getting the second seed, and and I'm not so sure that they wouldn't have got the third seed if if they hadn't played. You know, if they would have played Sigma Mountain and got that opportunity, I'm sure they would have had that second or that third seed, excuse me. Now they're going to, now Signal Mountain and Sweetwater at the end of the season are going to have to battle for that number four seed. My money is on Sweetwater. I think Sweetwater is a heck of a team, and I think they're better than Signal Mountain is going to give them credit for. Grundy County, are they on the bubble? Yes, they are. That you're not, you're not, like people that are watching this show, you're not going crazy that we put Grundy County in the bubble. With the win over Sequatchie County, and, the way this season has gone for Sequatchie County, the way this season has gone for Grundy County, has Grundy County even won a game this year? They beat
1: Whitwell. They beat Whitwell. They have, they got COVID, They got one. I, I, did they get a COVID win or they give a COVID win to Cannon County? I can't. I'm not so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think they beat Cannon County,
0: like outright. You have to look at that, John. Grundy County, with a win, they make the playoffs against Sequatchie County. It's that simple.
1: Cannon got the COVID win.
0: Cannon got the COVID win. Okay. So, basically what that does is that kind of gives um Sequatchie County has the win over Cannon, right? They don't have any other, other region win currently, right? Right. So, if they, they beat Grundy, they're in. If they don't, Grundy makes it in. Mm-hmm. Because if Grundy – has one COVID – has one – I think it, it may even come down to a three-way tie that way. No, it wouldn't because Cannon beat Squatchy beat Cannon. So, mm-hmm. uh, if Grundy Cannon beat Squatchy, that's going to be chaos ensued. And I, we'll have to look at that one a little bit closer. I didn't realize it was that close between them because I thought Grundy County had got the win over Cannon. That's my bad for not doing my research on the show. Um, what do you get
1: paid for? <laughs> I don't
0: get paid nothing. Absolutely zero. Um – Let's move on to something I do know about. East Ridge, we talked about this earlier, they've got to win out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that a Hickson loss takes them out of the playoffs, but I do think it makes it awful hard. You know, if something happens elsewhere, it doesn't make them awful hard for them to get in the playoffs. Udawah? Uh, Udawah and Cleveland, they're going to be battling it out here. Um, to me, for – You have to look at this from a perspective of last year it was them, them two and William Blunt that were fighting. I mean, absolutely fighting to get into the playoffs. And I did not silence my cell phone here. I'm going to do that now. Absolutely fighting to get in the playoffs. It actually came down, like I said, it came down to a non-region win from William Blunt that week because Udawah and Cleveland, I believe they will play each other the last game of the season to decide pretty much who will go to the playoffs. Baylor, golly. Baylor loses another one in the region, you know, not the Brentwood Academy, but I, I believe who, who – I think they have uh, – they had Knoxville Catholic, they be actually helped them out a lot. You know, if something goes wrong and somebody gets an upset here, they could be on the outside looking in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Baylor is in that kind of situation. These are our bubble teams. I, I really think that they are, you know – I would say, John, one, I'm counting right now, one – Two, three, four, five of these teams. Uh, five of these teams are going to make the playoffs, I think, out of our bubble teams. I think Grundy County's. I think they're pretty close, but I don't think they're going to make it. I think, I think uh, either Cleveland or Ottawa is not going to make it. I think either Signal Mountain or Sweetwater. And I think it's Sweetwater and Ottawa, if I had to take my guess, they're not going to make the playoffs and be on the outside looking in. Uh, yet again uh, for Ottawa and Grundy County. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, let's get on to this. Let's get on to the, to the, to the tail end of our show here. We're going to do some quick things real quick. Um, John, let's talk about our top games with, with playoff implications here. Uh, you had the list. I had the list. I'll let you start with number one. We'll just go down that list you made. Uh, I'll let you start number one, and we'll go back and forth here.
1: Yeah, the first one I've got, I've got East Hamilton at Anderson County. Mm-hmm. That is going to decide the number one seed in the four uh, A region two. I think that's going to be that's going to be a battle. After last week, I'm to see. I think, I think East Ham and Anderson they play this week or next. They play this week. Uh, they play. The, I'm to see how East Hamilton will bounce back after taking that loss against Walker Valley last week i had them projected to get that one seed but after last week i'm leaning towards more more towards anderson county mm-hmm. so that's going to be i think that'll be a good matchup you know
0: it might it could be a it could be a great thing for east hamilton it could be a bad thing for east hamilton that they that they lost to walker valley mm-hmm. the way they did it might be a wake up call it might also be the part of the season where they're kind of falling apart we'll have to see this week against anderson county I'm not so confident going into this game that East Hamilton is going to stick with them and hang with them because Anderson County has just been a nightmare for everybody. Uh, let's talk about East Ridge and Howard. Uh, winner will be the three seed. Loser will be the four seed in that region. I think East. I think East Ridge has pretty well locked it up. I think we have them as a bubble team. The only reason I have them as a bubble team is because there's still a possibility they miss the playoffs. You mm-hmm. know, down the road there. Uh, for me, I think this game is clearly. I would have said last week it was clearly Howard, but I'm not so sure. Howard struggled against Hickson. East Ridge struggled against Sequoia. They are both one score games. Uh, this one's a toss up for me, John.
1: Yeah. I, I think we'll still sit at that three seed. I think we will. But it honestly it wouldn't surprise me, like I said earlier, to see Hickson taking a spot of East Ridge. Mm-hmm. But this week, you know, we're talking about this week. Mm-hmm. And this week it means that East Ridge, you know, if they win, they're the three seed, Howard's the four seed. So, mm-hmm. looking, not looking two weeks ahead, but looking this week, that's where we're at.
0: Yeah, and uh, let's go ahead and go to the next one. Uh, Chat Christian and Oxville webb uh, Winner would be the three seed, loser would be the four seed. This is a crucial game for Chat Christian because you do not want to be in a situation where you're having to play the four, be the four seed, because then you're having to play the two seed from your own region, and that's going to be even tougher. Because, mm-hmm. listen, people can say all the time, oh, you played them before. No, it's actually tougher when you play them the second time, because both of you, not only you, but the other team also has a full week of film on them. So the four seed in in Division Two AA for the East is awful, John, because you have to play the two seed from your own region, and you already know how good they are because you probably lost to them to end up mm-hmm. with that four seed.
1: Yeah. I think Chenoa Christian is that team that kind of like Walker Valley. They're they're getting consistently better. Yeah. I think they really. I think they're taking, they're not taking leaps forward, but they're taking baby steps forward, and it showed last week. You know, they beat or the week before, so the week before when they they beat was it uh, Knoxville uh, Grace Christian, Knoxville Grace. Yeah. Knox yeah. Grace. And you know, I think. I think we could see Tanner Christian be at three. I think we could. I, I think they're making that case.
0: William Blunt at Cleveland, winner stays in the four-seed mix. Um, mm-hmm. Golly, it's like we just talked about. Cleveland's a bubble team, and they've got to win to stay at that four. And we could say the same thing about this next matchup, which is Heritage at Udawah. We'll talk about both of those. Uh, to me, Udawah, Udawah and Cleveland are the top two right now. William Blunt, by the way, did you see that score? Bradley Central this week, 38-28. William Blunt almost came back. I think it was 31-28 there in the fourth quarter, and Mm -hmm. and Bradley just scored a late touchdown. William Blunt was probably a play or two away from being right there in the mix for everything. Mm -hmm. uh, They they win that game against Bradley Central. They're the number four
1: seed. Yeah.
0: No doubt. Cleveland, you can't take William Blunt. You know, Mm -hmm. you you can't take them lightly.
1: No, and I think right now – TW Sabala looking at their standings, I think I looked at it this morning. They have uh William Blount at number four or how, I don't know how you pronounce it. But mm-hmm. uh they have them at the number four seed, so right now that's where they're at. But they're they're in a three way tie right there. So mm-hmm. you know, it could come it could be like last year yes. where that, you know, that non regional win comes into effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and let's talk about our our last two here. Uh, Grundy County and Sequatchie County. We have another one after this one. Winner gets the four seed. I think that can't be stressed enough. I think that might be a little bit more complicated than we're thinking because I thought that the 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 win against Cannon County. Apparently, Cannon County got the win against Grundy County there. Um, yeah,
1: I, I didn't do much research on that one. Uh,
0: well, and that, that's that's all both of our faults because. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was a shoe in because I just assumed that they won that game. I forgot that they had the COVID thing this week. We'll look at that. We'll get to that next week. And if Grundy County wins this thing, that could open up a whole new can of worms here in that region. And it might come down to a tiebreaker or two to see who gets that four seed down the stretch.
1: Yeah, I think if it, if it comes down to a tiebreaker – who do you think – I mean, I don't, I don't know around the top of my head who would – I think it would be Sequatchie County that would take it, wouldn't it?
0: Well, see, here's the thing. That would create a triangle so it would go to a tiebreaker because if Grundy beat Sequatchie, who beat Cannon, who beat Grundy?
1: <laughs> that just doesn't sound right when you sounds, say it. But that's, Sounds like a book. Yeah, but that's
0: that's what the situation would be if Grundy County gets the win against Sequatchie
1: County.
0: For Sequatchie County, you got You win this game, you're the fourth seed no matter what. Just win this game. If you lose this game, it's at the mercy of all these other things. And by the way, it doesn't bode well for you that you just lost to Grundy County, who honestly would probably be because of the COVID. They would probably go lean toward Grundy. I'd have to look at the tiebreakers to see mm-hmm. to see who would get that. Um, but it, it would honestly come down to that, <coughs> unless the Quadra County pulls an upperman win out of their hat in week the well, last week after losing to Grundy, which I don't think is possible. You know, you're looking at a very very tough stretch there.
1: Yeah, uh, I was trying to pull up see what the overall record was because that that's going to be a good one to follow, I think. that'll be a
0: good stat if Sequatchie Kane misses the playoff this year.
1: How many years? How many years has it been since they missed the playoffs? They've never missed. They've never been a three seed. Well, let me take that back. Adam Kane, Coach Kane's first year here, I think Sequatchie Kane was a three seed and mm-hmm. they had to go play Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But other than that. Swatch County hasn't been out for the top two because the Cab County was always the team to beat. I'm trying to think of those years after I left. Uh,
0: We made the playoffs my senior year. I think the next year they missed that. So, 20 – that was the last year of Cockwood there. It'd be 2014, Mm -hmm. I believe, was the last time they missed the playoffs. That's been seven years that they missed the playoffs because – uh, Coach Kane took over the year after that and they made the playoffs that year because that was the year they ended up beating uh, South Pittsburgh like 12-7 or whatever the score that one was. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our next one real quick. I know it, you got a point on that one. Go I mean, ahead. I mean, do we got time? Yeah, we got time. Okay. I got all the time in the world for you, John. Oh, okay.
1: They, they probably don't. The people probably don't. But yeah. we should give the people what they want.
0: I think they want more of you, John. I think they do.
1: Anyways... <laughs> I get, I get your going. girl, your
0: girlfriend is watching this. She's like, "No, no, don't, don't give him more time. Please, don't."
1: <laughs> I don't like to listen to them. <laughs> But no, right now Grundy is sitting at one and six. Cannon is sitting at zero and nine. That zero, you know, the COVID nineteen win don't count towards your win unless it counts towards a region win. You it don't count on, as a loss. You don't know. Grundy don't count for it don't count uh it don't it, count as a loss. But it, it doesn't count for a win either, is what you're saying. No, T O Sable has it that COVID wins. It, yeah, yeah. I know what you're they, saying. For people that don't Yeah, for people that don't understand this, a
0: COVID win means that the team that did not contract COVID, like didn't have to cancel because of COVID. So if Grundy has to cancel for COVID, they don't get a loss for that game. They don't forfeit that game. Mm-hmm. But the other team that they would have played if they don't reschedule a game for that week or reschedule a game with them. Doesn't uh, gets a gets a COVID win. Mm-hmm. And
1: Sequatchie <laughs> is sitting at two and six overall with a one and two region record. So that could that could possibly, I mean, I I could leave Sequatchie being last place. It could.
0: It really could. Uh, I think the only thing that would keep them from being last place is that they do have the win over Cannon. Cannon that,
1: that's correct. So
0: they would be next to last place, but they could still miss the playoffs. Let's talk about a game about who will take the number one seed in Region 2, 6A, and that's Maryville at McMinn County. I think that that one is a fantastic game. I think that McMinn County – listen, by the way, seven games they scored at least 40 points.
1: hmm
0: At least 40 points. Um, I think for them they've got to get the offense going. They can't let Maryville stop them. Uh, Maryville has been – so inconsistent, so inconsistent this year by their standards. By the way, John, the last time they scored I – I want to put this in perspective for people, and I think I've told them this before. The last time Mariville went three games – they did it this year. They went three games without scoring at least 40 points. Or 30 points, I think it was. The last time they did that, John, was 2,000. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, to say that you have not – you've not had a stretch where you've scored less than – in three-star games, that's crazy. And, and for, for, for Maribel they've been as inconsistent as, as they've been in a while. And that's saying something because they're still one of the top teams in the state. And they still ran over Bradley, even after Bradley led them at the half. By the way, Bradley won of five teams since 2013 to lead them at the half. Uh, that's Look at you. Alcoa uh, – I believe it was Alcoa, Oakland – Knox, Knox Catholic, and I believe it was Blackman. Blackman, I think it was Blackman. Those four teams and Bradley Central. Your thoughts on this one, real quick, before we go on to Pretenders versus Contenders.
1: Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about. It. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. I think Maryville will take it, but it would not. It would not surprise me in the least bit to see McMahon pull that. I mean, honestly. I think men has got a good chance.
0: I think they do. I think the offense is rolling. I think the defense is rolling. I just don't think that Min County has seen something like that since maybe early this season.
1: You know, I don't want to go back to, to last year, but look at what they did. You know, when Men had a, had a very similar season to last year, and they lost to Maryville, turned around in the first round of the playoffs, and lost the first round mm-hmm. to a team that I, I don't think they should have lost to.
0: It's such a morale Downer uh-huh. when you lose to mariville it can affect your season so you, much.
1: I think you made that mention this last week, uh, or in a podcast that, and you stressed a lot that teams in that region go. What was it? Go Knoxville to die.
0: Yeah, they dig the grave up there yeah. and they just bury them. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's a, it's 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 an awful thing, but that's what happens to them. Let's go and talk about real quick uh, to end this podcast. I got this new segment I want to call pre- Pretenders versus Contenders. Um, John, going will give you five teams. I'm not even going to answer this. I'm going to let you answer these. So you better, re- you know,
1: keep it quick and tell so me what you I think. I was going to say pretender. I don't need. I don't need to give nothing off the top of my you, head. You
0: can talk about them a little bit, but don't, 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 don't uh, do a, don't give a Gettysburg a big... Address. All right.
1: Dang it. Let <laughs> me just go ahead and put my my notebook. <laughs> Uh, South Pittsburgh Four score No I'm just kidding four, four score 20 years ago Was the
0: last time South Pittsburgh Lost a game. I'm just kidding By the way I don't, I don't know If you know this Before they lost To Megs County uh, Two weeks ago South Pittsburgh Had not lost a, a regular season game Since They lost to Whitwell in 2018
1: I'm going to pull One out of Chris's book What do you do In your spare time
0: <laughs> Uh Sleep because I don't have no spare time, so I don't sleep. All right, uh, South Pittsburgh, John. Pretender or contender?
1: Contender, definitely. I think. Now, I mean, when I say
0: pretender contender, I'm talking about state championship. I'm not talking about can they do that. I'm talking about state championship. Like, can not even win it, but just get to the title game. Contender. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. I'm just making sure you understand <laughs> no, the rules know, of the game. I'm, no,
1: i just They have flag a, on the play here. Okay, just <laughs> they. They have a particular uh, la, la 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 I can't say that word. They have an easy path. Let me go ahead and take back to something I can't say. They have an easy path, I think, to a state championship. I you think want- I think the only team that can get in their way is Cofield. Greenbacks down this year. Yep. I mean they are way, way down. It's not even just by their standards, they're no. just down. Yeah. I mean, they, they I think they've won one game this year. Are they even the number one seed seed in their region? They're, they are the fourth seed in their region. What? <laughs> yeah, last time. Now don't hold me to it. Last time I saw, they were the fourth seed in their region. When do you think the last time we saw that was? Golly, that's
0: probably. I'll have another stat next time we get on this podcast. I will look that one up. Uh. I think that's the big thing is Greenback is not in their way. And who knows, Lake County's out West, but we don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. To me, and John, this is just strictly coming from my, from just the top of my head, I don't think there's a team really this side of Nashville that can contend with them. Mm-hmm. And we saw one of the only teams in 1A and 2A that could do it, and that's Mex County. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know. I don't think there's a team in I 1A th- that can. No.
1: Maybe not in the, in the state. Mm-mm. Yeah, Cofield, I went through it, and I, I did a little bit of, I guess, figuring up I guess is the right word. Yeah. And Cofield is the the only team I, I feel like could compete with them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting close to South Pittsburgh. Oh, I just knocked the mic. I'm sorry for our viewers uh, and our listeners. But I, I think they have the easiest path out of any team – in the Chattanooga area, I agree
0: with you. I agree. McMinn County,
1: they get past Maryville, they're a contender. I I see I, they can they can get there. I'm gonna label them a contender. If Maryville
0: was not, if Mar- if Marival was not a thing, if Maryville was not a team, if they if Maryville put a
1: Greenback and just went straight down,
0: or they were not, a, or they decided not to play this year because of COVID yeah. or something. Does Minn County win the state championship in your mind? Yes, or at least get to the semifinals. They do.
1: Okay. I, I, I believe they will. They're cursed with having Maryville in their region. That, that's that's true. Bradley will be tough because they got to play them the last game of the season, uh, and they may end up if they can if they can be, get past Maryville, they're a shoe in. I, okay. I feel because I think teams are so used to losing to Maryville and that region every year, mm-hmm. I just – I It it wears down your psyche. Yeah. It really does. And I was trying to pull them up and, you know, see – because I'm not 100% sure who they would, you know, like all the teams they would face, you know. Uh,
0: now, they have Oakland in there. They have Blackman. I mean, right. they got a lot of different teams. I'm not saying they would win the state championship. I'm saying they have a shot at getting there. Yeah, I think they do. I think McMinn County is such a good team. And I don't think anybody in 6A has seen something like them in a long time where they're so one-dimensional, but they're so good with that one-dimensional and no one's been able to stop them yet.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, how, go ahead. I was pulling it up. I know this ain't this ain't something, but I, I do want to make mention of this. Warren County is 8-0. and
0: Yeah. They've been doing good this year. I think I saw I, where they had beat someone in the um, – in the Murfreesboro
1: area, that sent shockwaves around the state. They, I, I remember, I played them my junior year, which was four years ago. No, five. Junior year would be five. We were the we were the only team they beat that year. They haven't won a game before that in like two years. And that was years. the
0: and that was the year they had the uh, the number one prospect.
1: Uh huh. He's at Tennessee right now. Yeah, he played the other day. Yeah, but now I can say I I played on the field with the Tennessee volunteer. I didn't yeah. play. I'm not gonna give myself too much credit.
0: <laughs> we weren't gonna go there, John. But okay, all right, uh, Macaulay.
1: You just had to, you just had a bring me there, didn't you? Yep. Pretender.
0: Pretender. Ooh, ooh, that's not gonna be. That's not. That's gonna be tough in the mouth. Ma- Maybe that will be some motivation for. The I Macaulay hope it is. I,
1: I'd love to see them in the championship again. I really would. After this, after this past week. I mean, listen. If you don't believe us rewind this
0: thing, go back to the Division Two, double-A, triple-A bracket and tell me they're going to get through that and make it out on the other side with the state championship or even get to the title game. I don't see it, John. Oh,
1: and I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I'd love to see McCauley there again. I'd love to see – I mean, a I Chandler hope I'm team. wrong too, but that's just not feasible. I wouldn't. No, I, I wish we could see a ch- every region or every class we see a Channington team in it. I wish we could somehow do that. Mm-hmm. But – 3A is always a
0: problem. Mm-hmm.
1: 2A tends to be somewhat
0: of a problem most of the time. 4A, you know, 4A and 5A, eh. 6A, Mariple, Division II, mm-hmm. AA and, tr- and single A, always a problem. A though, you have two teams, you know, uh, that are consistently good.
1: Meigs County. Contender. Contender. I think we can see a M- Meigs County-Peabody rematch. Insane. I think we could, too. And, and here, I love you Bledsoe County people.
0: Bledsoe County may not make it to see Megs County.
1: I and I'm not, say, and I'm not saying
0: f- that because they're not a good team. They may go, they'll probably go undefeated this year. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Bledsoe County is they've got two big giants, Watertown and Trousdale. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be tough for Megs County. Megs County needed every ounce of what they had last year for Marion Swafford to win that game. It was at Trousdale they played. I think they played them in the semifinals. I it, think was a, it was it was Trousdale, oh, yeah, and, and they had took every ounce of that game. That's probably why they lost the state championship game the next week. Was because they took so much it out of them to beat 14-12, I think, yeah, I think it's fourteen. 12. Yeah, it was it was tough. Mexico County, I think, is a contender. I think they're, they're semifinals and above. I think that's where they are. That's their ceiling is a state championship. Mm-hmm. Their bottom is probably the semifinals.
1: Yeah, and I don't think they'll win the state if they get there. I think going back to, I think two A is more strong in the West. I think than this year than it has been uh-huh. in the past, and I, I'm
0: sure here in a in a while we're going to get uh, maybe next week or the week after we're going to try to get some guests from Mount West Tennessee. I want to see what they think about the playoffs. I'd really love to get. I think uh, we hadn't got anybody set in stone yet. We really want to get somebody on from West Tennessee, Bill Tennessee, that can tell us a lot about who to watch for out there because I think we're kind of clueless about it, although we do know that they're pretty strong this year in 2A. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think West Tennessee is kind of a mystery to us all. It's When you're in Tennessee, until you get to the semifinals, literally the game before the state championship, it's it's all divided amongst – it's like two states, East Tennessee and West Tennessee. They're completely separate. They usually don't play each other. And the ones in the middle may play each other, but East Tennessee and West Tennessee are just kind of out there. Red Bank. Pretender. That was quick, uh, and I know why too. It has nothing to do with Red Bank, does it? No. It has everything to do with how who they had to play on the way there.
1: Mm-hmm. Now they're about to, to play Loudon, Loudon in the second round. That that's going to hurt, I think, because that's a that's a quick turnaround to play them again. Yeah. Because you've got maybe Loudon, it's good Loudon, and then who was we Smith County? Smith County Loudon, Loudon
0: again, and Smith County Loudon again. And then if they were to get past that second Loudon game, they've got Upperman, which I think is well. They'll venable. beat Upperman. They'll beat Upperman. They beat on, I think they beat him last year, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. But then here comes the big boy.
0: Alcoa. Oh. And no one's gonna topple them on their side of the bracket. So you know it's a it's a stiff road for Red Bank. And that is our last of the five that I'm gonna put in our pretender versus contender. I think it was a pretty good mix in there. Yeah, it wasn't a bunch of people that were going to make it. Mm-hmm. wasn't a bunch of people that weren't. You know, I think it's a pretty good mix in there, and it's it's kind of gives you a little hope mm-hmm. that we're going to have a state championship, another state championship from Chattanooga. All right, this has been Playoffology. I am Chandler Morrison, and that dude over there, he is
1: John Boston. He almost forgot d- his name. I didn't know if you want me to say it or <laughs> if you were waiting. <laughs>
0: he's John Boston. I'm Chandler Morrison. This is Playoffology. Listen, you can find this on Facebook. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on IGTV. Find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. That is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and a slew of others. Listen, go find us on uh, Facebook. Go find us on Twitter. Go find us at our website, SETM and Preps. You can find a whole lot of things there. And uh, be sure to check out our Pickskin Pickles on Friday night and check out our Friday night scoreboard on Friday night as well, on the site and also on Twitter. We keep it popping on Twitter with our tweet game, um, tweeting scores out and whatnot. You do a good job with that. Uh, uh, it comes from a lot of different sort of – listen, let me tell you something, that is one of the hardest things you ever do is trying to keep scores updated constantly and also trying to find those scores. Because some schools are not too good about getting scores out and who knows what you got on social media. I, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've had to scour the web trying to find a score, and it's just because I saw it on this
1: obscure Twitter account. You've, you've had to reach the, the, the dark web. The... I haven't gone to the dark web yet. I might have to this week. I might have to this week. Uh, uh, before, we, before we sign off, oh, I will give a shout-out to the Sweetwater Media team. They oh. come up with some awesome graphics. They do. i got to say, I, I love what they have done on Twitter. That, if,
0: if, if any high school in our area wants to see what a Twitter game on fire looks like, go to Sweetwater mm-hmm. Football, see what they're doing, and copy it, okay? Yeah.
1: was pretty good, too. was pretty good, but too. But they're, Sweetwater, they're they're
0: Sweetwater's game is there. It's almost like a college team as far as how they keep you updated. You know they live tweet. They had the mm-hmm. best graphics on there. They let you. They put up graphics for the score to say, "Hey, this is the score." It pops open every time I. Every time I'm looking at my scoreboard, I'm looking for scores. I'm looking at the words and everything. All of a sudden, this picture pops up. Big score right there. I love it. It helps me a lot. Shout out to Sweetwater. I, I really do think that is a good thing. And maybe we maybe we can get their media team off the show. Hey, <laughs> give some I pointers think, for everybody out there.
1: Yeah, they uh, give us the pointers. I, oh, they could probably give us the yeah. pointers. I, I wish. I wish more teams would follow what they're doing. I think it's it, it makes the team look better. And it makes our job easier. Yeah. That's well, the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> you went there. I didn't.
0: All right. This is Playoffology. I'm Chandler Morrison, John Boston We're going to try to get off of here right now. Uh, but we enjoyed having you all on there. I hope you enjoyed this show. By the way, it's on it's on our podcast network, SET and Preps Network. You can also find our regular show, SET and Preps. Um, you can find it every Monday and Thursday with myself and Chris Goforth, the man, the myth the legend. Uh, This has been Playoffology. See y'all guys. God bless. Do you ever feel like your voice isn't heard when you're listening to a podcast? You want to yell, you want to scream, or you just want to tell us that we're doing a good job, or maybe we might actually be right. Imagine that. Then go to anchor.fm. You can go on the app. You can go on the website. You can go right on your phone on the browser and you can record a voice message. That's right. You can let your voice be heard on the SCTN Preps podcast. Just go to anchor.fm and go to our page, SCTN Preps, and you can leave a voice message and tell us what you think.